Good evening, Greg. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Ash. How are you? Not too bad. We are back with another episode of Haunted Pub Crawl, and we are we... still in Scotland. I know, I can't believe it. There's, And I think we've still got many more episodes where we can um, be in Scotland and still sure. not make it out of the country. So that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> I don't know what For that sure. says about Scotland. But... <laughs> maybe, maybe. So I will move swiftly in, and I'm going to be talking about the oldest pub in Scotland, which is the ancient Sheephead Inn. Um, there's been a pub on this site in particular um, selling liquor and vi- viscerals uh, since the 1360s. Wow. Making it far and away the oldest licensed premises in the capital, if not the country, and it's got to be up there with a lot of places in the world as a licensed, a licensed premises as well. Yeah, that's what they are, 800. Is that 800? Nearly 800 years. There we yeah. go. There's a little taste of it in the background. Nice. So from the medieval period to modern times, sheep were reared in the Royal Park behind... Um, and slaughtered in Duddingston, where the pub is, before being taken to the flesh market in Edinburgh's Old Town. There being no great demand for the heads, the good old folk of Duddingston's became renowned for their culinary genius with this less than savoury item. (laughs) So we're guessing it it came from the sheep's head. (laughs) Heads were so commonplace that locals used the skulls as cobbles for their pathways. Nice. That's that's quite cool, actually. That is pretty cool. And Duddingston is precisely halfway between the royal residences of Craig Miller and Holyrood. So James is sick for Scotland, like his mother Mary, Queen of Scots, before him, is said to have stopped here many times. So there's definite history in this place. Uh, and at this location in 1728, the very fortunate Maggie Dickinson awoke in her coffin following her execution. What? Yes. Charged with infant side, she was tried at Edinburgh, and although the evidence was weak, she was found guilty and sentenced to death by hanging. As was usual in those days, a large crowd gathered, as we've talked about in other places, uh, to witness the passing of Margaret Dickinson and were not disappointed. Authorities hung her and her body was left suspended for the customary 30 minutes. Her body was cut down and taken away in a coffin, on a cart to be buried seven miles away. At one stage, the carriage driver had to stop for a break and thought he heard noises coming from the coffin. For some unknown reason, Margaret was not dead. She had revived. She had unalived and was now trying to get out of the casket. The incident was perhaps seen as divine intervention and she was given a full pardon. She went on to live for another 25 years. Wow. Yep. So the pub itself is no stranger to legend and features two ghosts of its own. Situated by the bar is a replica of the original sheep head, the ornate ram's head gifted to the building in 1580 from King James VI, remained for 300 years. That's an insane amount of time. The The head was eventually sold to the Earl of Rosebery, it's here that a figure has been sighted standing at the bar. 
The man is presumed to be an ex-landlord. The spectral figure is known as the Major, and witnesses claim to have sighted the man staring towards them and scrutinising their presence within the realms of the ancient inn. Towards the rear of the building sits a unique and old Skittles alley. After building work restored the inn to its former glory, a visiting medium reported the ghost of a young girl close to the Skittle alley. Staff have also reported lights to flicker even when the inn has long since lost and closed for the evening. So, nothing too major, but a very weird story about Margaret Dickinson. And <laughs> Yeah, weird. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's insane. Imagine waking up inside the coffin, though, and like, what the fuck? Have you seen the film Alive or Buried? Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Nope. That is basically the film. He wakes up in the coffin. Without any spoilers, that's the film is set with him <laughs> in a coffin. Very horrible. Okay. If you don't like if you don't like small confined spaces, it's a horrible film and I do not like it. <laughs> but yeah, worth that's a cool. watch. I wouldn't mind being stuck in a coffin with uh, Ryan Reynolds, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Worse people. There's definitely mm. worse people. <laughs> cool. cool. So I'm going to stay in Edinburgh. Well, near nice. to Edinburgh. And a place called Cram and Kirk, which actually, like, a church, dating back to the 1500s. The scenic nascent kirkyard hold great historical significance. All of the Cromwell's invasion of 1651 involved removing the Kirk Bell only for it to return to its rightful location years later. Robert Louis Stevenson spent time in the village and it helped inspire kidnapped. The graveyard is extensive and contains the grave of the first casualty of World War II. Oh. Must have brought him back to be buried there. Two remarkable local tales exist of the Kirk. Although not supernatural in content, they provide interesting reading. Cool. The tower contains a bell cast in about 1619 for the kirk. The bell sounded before the 11 a.m. service on Sundays and has had an exciting history. Clergy could ring the church bell from outside the tower. In the small hours one morning, its furious ringing awoke the neighbourhood. On venturing to investigate the early morning disturbance, residents found that it to be a goat had gone into the churchyard (laughs) and was tugging at the rope. I thought you were going to say a ghost. <laughs> you started off ghost. Okay. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> That's the um, twist in the tale of the yeah. <laughs> Pigs have twisty tails, not ghosts. <laughs> this story dates to when the iron mills were in full flourish on the almond. Some of the workers used to take iron rods, sharpen the ends, and then go, go out to Cramond Island to spearfish. One night, after a successful day of fishing, the men called at the local inn. After celebrating their success for some time, they emerged drunkenly and they made their way up the hill to their homes. However, as they passed the church, a fight broke out during which a rod was thrown into the air but never came back down. The drunks went on their merry way home and forgot all about it. The rod had gotten stuck in a branch joint in a tree. As the tree grew around the rod, it wedged more firmly into the structure and remained there for many years. As time passed, the rod was often referred to as the Kirk gibbet. 
It's a bit of weird. There's a couple of funny tales in his little like village and mm. church. But the main part is the historic Cranmond Inn. Ooh, yeah. Pretty nice. Which is situated in the confines of the picturesque Cranmond Village. Built in the early 1700s and has served as a coach house and inn, the building has always been an integral part of the community. So pretty old again, and the coach house. We've seen a lot of inns used to be coach houses. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. So it's been list- 400 years, isn't it? 400 years old, nearly? Nearly. Kind of. 200, yeah. 300. Yeah. <laughs> Good maths. <laughs> <laughs> I did that at school. I didn't. The B-listed building sits adjacent to Cramond Island, provides breathtaking views from its beer garden, and on warm summer days, the welcome haunt is most definitely the place visited to the area. However, when darkness arrives, Cramond Inn takes on a very different guise. For years, staff have reported unexplained noises within the confines of the pub, the sound of glasses rattling in the dead of night, and then in the morning, finding them mysteriously smashed. Yeah, well. And the morning staff would turn up. Sometime in the early 2000s, so pretty recent in comparison, mm. a staff member, whilst clearing tables in the dining area, saw a movement from behind the bar. Alone in the pub, the puzzled staff members recall a shadowy figure standing watching them and disappearing in the blink of an eye. Wow. Upon reaching the bar's rear some minutes later, confused with the sight of broken glass again on the floor. A visitor from Australia in 2009 enjoyed a visit to the pub one day in the early months of the year. Having visited in 1992, he reports discussing with a fellow patron. The man sitting by the fireplace and close to the dartboard was sat next to him. The conversation continued only for the customer to vanish before his very eyes. <laughs> When asked details of the mysterious customer, he recalls the man being nothing out of the ordinary and just fitting in with the other diners and visitors that day. Wow. Even more recently, just a couple of years ago, in 2018, a visiting family from Spain claimed to have encountered a similar apparition towards the rear of the inn. The figure vanished through the lounge's back and disappeared as they sat eating their lunch after visiting the nearby Cramond Island. Wow. When asked, they could not explain what they saw. No other customers were present during the stay that afternoon. Fortunately, the pub's been permanently closed for the past couple of years. Yeah. Someone may open it in the future, but as it is now, it's closed, so there's been no sightings in the past couple of years. Hopefully, to be open, they might get more sightings. But it seems strange that there's been very similar kind of yeah. apparitions and people vanishing. Oh, they're very, very spooky. So, just a very quick one, on a slightly different note, there was, in the news a couple of weeks ago, a woman who claimed that a photograph of a restaurant that was being advertised, like on Facebook or somewhere, um, had a her husband sat in one of the seats eating food in the I restaurant. Saw, I saw that one. And, which is not unusual, because it was a busy day. The fact was that he died nine years previous. And she contacted them and they said that it was taken a couple of weeks ago or whatever the photograph. And they're like, she was like, but that's a spitting image of my husband who died nine years ago. Very weird. Maybe he just left her and didn't. Liked it there so much, you thought? Couldn't tell her. 
yeah, possibly, possibly faked his own death. Yeah. In a canoe. <laughs> cool. <laughs> In a canoe, <laughs> yes. Yeah. South America he probably went to or something like that. <laughs> cool. Well, that was two very different and slightly uh, amusing at times pubs. Um, and hopefully we'll be out of Scotland soon, but I don't think we will be. Be nice to try another country in the UK. <laughs> there's a lot of pubs in Edinburgh. There's a lot of pubs. We'll, we'll see. But there's a lot of haunted pubs. That's mm. the weird thing. But cool. Nice one. See you next time. <laughs>